Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Good morning. Happy Monday. Hope you had a lovely week. So popping on here for our next iced coffee date. Uh, I've been all over the place as far as keeping this as an iced coffee date on Instagram live and resharing on the podcast or just recording on the podcast. So if you guys have any opinion on that, let me know because this is really fun because I get to do a video. You guys get to see me. It's on Instagram where I think a lot of us hang out. Um, but on the flip side, I do think recording the podcast like on a microphone in my office, it just sounds better. <laughs> so I don't know. Let me know if you have feedback, just, just, send me a message. We'd love to know what you guys are thinking. So anyways, you guys might have heard or seen on Instagram stories. This week is all about cycle syncing. So I am gearing up for a webinar um, next Tuesday. So a week from tomorrow, all about how to sync your cycles to your workouts to maximize your results. And so I'm going to talk about today kind of how I stumbled upon this as well as my experience with it. Um, and just some tips and tricks and some ideas for you guys moving forward with this, or if you want to get started with it. Um, and and the thing about cycle syncing is I don't think it's magical. And I think every time somebody hears something that you know somebody is getting results from, like I shared my in-body results and yeah, I have lost body fat, gained muscle, which is very exciting because I wasn't able to get past a certain number and I finally got past that as far as gaining muscle. Um, and I am working out less than I ever had and I feel better during my workout. So um, I know everyone, you know, thinks this is some sort of like magical like equation that if you just work with your hormones, all the weight's going to come off, you're going to gain weight. And I don't think it's ever one thing. Um, for me right now, it's just very, very interesting that I have changed this in the last like three to four months and now these body composition changes are happening. And like I said, I have more energy, I feel better about my workouts. So I'm sure it's like a lot of things coming together, but it's just fascinating. And I do think if it's somebody, if you're somebody who you feel like your hormones I don't want to say control you, but you can feel those shifts throughout the month um, and they can either help or hinder what you have going on in life. I think it could be really helpful for you. For me, I feel like I re really am in tune with my body, just what's going on with my like UC flare stuff, but also like my experience with hormones. I'm very aware of what's happening throughout the month um, and there are sometimes highs and lows. So I'm really just taking those highs and lows, using that information to my advantage. So I don't think this is any sort of like magical anything, um, I, but I do think it can work because what you're doing is listening to your body. And I think everybody's like, ah, yeah, 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 I know I need to listen to my body. I'm probably the worst at listening to my body, but I feel like I'm finally at that point where I am slowing down, I'm listening to my body, I'm deciding if I want to work out or not want to work out, or if heavy lifting's gonna feel good, or if a walk's gonna feel good. Um, so I think this whole experiment has really taken a lot of that frustration and stress and second guessing myself um, and then also that like guilt around exercise I feel like that is something so many women experience I have experienced that um, I mean I've definitely worked with clients who work out six or seven days a week and you know talking with them and you know looking at their Dutch and seeing their cortisol levels it is really hard for them to cut back on the amount of exercise um, and I have been there too I mean I think prior to 
my late 30s, I was somebody who kind of always overtrained. I mean, my 20s and 30s, I was marathon training, I was doing CrossFit, I was doing two-a-days, and yeah, I would feel bad about myself if I wasn't working out five or six days a week, and even more recently, if I wasn't working out at least four days a week, um, I felt like a failure, or I'd falling off track, or I was gonna lose my gains, or whatever it was, and there was just like a lot of mental debate going on with this, and this feeling like, oh, you need to work out, you need to work out. If you don't work out, um, you're not gonna feel good, or you're gonna feel guilty about about eating this thing or going out to eat tonight or having a glass of wine or whatever it was and there was just so much like mental stress and debate about like working out and what I should be doing and oh, it just it was too much it was just too much and I think um, with cycle syncing um, it really does just take you you just slow down a little bit more and you really start to listen and trust your body and I know this sounds really like hippy dippy and woo but I think like Intuitively, we, we all know what our bodies need. I just think about like that week before we get our periods, like we're hungrier, we have less energy, and that's like a time where, yeah, eating a little bit more food could be helpful because your body's about to do all these menstrual cycle things where it needs more energy. Um, and yeah, you don't have energy because your body's about to do this thing where you don't have that extra energy to expend, but we don't listen, you know what I mean? Like we try to eat less, we work out more, um, and we're not in tune with our body that week and if you like listen um, you can hear your body saying slow down maybe eat a little bit more so it's like it's just one of those things just being just being women and also at the same time like there's definitely days where I have like a lot of energy throughout the month and those are good days where it is to you know prioritize heavy lifting lifting you know a little boost in testosterone where you can put on some lean muscle things like that so it's like it's in a it's in us and like if we slow down and listen, I do think a lot of this is really intuitive. We just choose not to listen to our bodies and um, you're not alone. I'm probably like the queen of not listening to my body. I was actually telling a client the other day, she was asking about cycle syncing and I had posted, I ran the Boston Marathon on the first day of my period. That was a fun surprise. I woke up that morning and was like, oh my God. <laughs> Did not expect it that day. Um, but yeah, I was telling her that I ran that marathon on the first day of uh, my period. So, I mean, it's not all it's not all like bad news in the sense that like, you know, just because you have your period, you can't work out. It really is just like being in tune with what your body needs, how you feel. That day I had energy to burn. And I mean, that's the thing. Like some women feel like garbage during their periods. Um, they want to sit on the couch. They don't want to get off the couch. You know what I mean? Um, they don't want to exercise. And other women, they kind of get like a burst of energy after like all those hormones have kind of crashed and gone out. And that's basically what happens that gives you the period. And you're actually more like a man during your period just because hormones are so low um, so you can totally train like a guy that week and I mean maybe running that marathon was exactly that just low hormones um, and just had enough energy to get it done also um, going with not listening to your body I was also in a flare so there's a lot of things I wasn't listening to my body as far as training for a marathon running a marathon while being in a flare but I've learned a lot since then Okay, so I'm rambling and getting on some like tangents here. So let me tell you about my story and just how I stumbled upon this and what I've been doing and how I've changed my workout. So how I stumbled upon this, um, if we rewind, like I said, I was chronic overtrainer, 20s, most of my 30s. Um, 2017, I was dealing with tons of hormonal balance. I was on and off the pill, like could not deal with the hormonal swings. Um, I was just not a nice person to my family. Um, I was always annoyed with people. I would wake up in the morning and just kind of hate my life. Um, and I was like, there's something going on here with these, these synthetic hormones and the birth control pill and everything. And um, I am gonna get off the pill and I'm gonna figure this out naturally. And 
and ever since then I've been obsessed with hormones. Um, so that was summer, August 2017, so ever since then um, I've been on this like rampage to heal my own hormones, help other women, um, and then I have changed my fitness routine in that sense. So. 2019 that fall is when I started Orange Theory. One opened up really close to our house. Um, I started doing Orange Theory just a couple times a week with a little bit of CrossFit. Decided I loved Orange Theory, started doing it more and more. It was also a very stressful time in my life where I was writing a cookbook, I was doing the FDN training. I think I had 20 clients. This is before I had coaches working for me, so I had all those clients myself. Um, it was just a really crazy time, so adding in that high intensity exercise um, was not a good decision. And this is not where I'm telling you that you can't do Orange Theory and Peloton, and I don't hate high intensity cardio, but if you have a very stressful life and your hormones are messed up, it's probably not the thing that you want to do so um, it took me living this and experiencing it to realize it and actually listen to my body because the hormonal symptoms were so loud that I couldn't ignore them. Like I was waking up in the middle of the night, I had low blood sugar, I was hungry, um, I would need a nap after workout, my skin was a disaster, um, and I had gained probably a good 10 pounds in like three months, and I just knew something wasn't right. I was like, this is all coming together, um, things are not great. I actually ended up going into a flare shortly after that, so there was a lot of things going wrong. Um, but at that time it was like, you gotta stop, um, you gotta listen to your body, and like I said, the symptoms were so loud, I just couldn't ignore them. So that all happened. Um, February 2020, right before the world shut down, I decided to quit Orange Theory. Um, and then I went to just straight strength training. I went back to OPEX. I had a great experience there a few years prior. Went back to them told them what happened and everything, and they agreed that we should just focus on strength training, take down the intensity. Um, and I was at OPEX for a good year and a half. Um, love them, programming's amazing, um, great community, great owner, um, so many wonderful things to say about them. Um, and I was strength training four times a week, um, definitely getting stronger, putting on muscle, but like body composition change-wise, I wasn't seeing changes. And I do think looking back, my body was still too stressed. So four days of like heavy lifting, and it was heavy. <laughs> it was like really challenging. Like I would finish the workout and just be like, oh, that was really hard, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it was just too much for my body, probably just for my body, my lifestyle, and everybody's different, but you know, I run a business, I'm kind of like that type A personality, I'm like all in on things, um, so I do think four full days of strength training was still too much. Um, and at times we had made changes, we had added in like a little bit more like short cardio, like short hit stuff mixed with strength training. Um, at one point we were doing three days a week of strength training with four rest days and all those rest days I would walk or go for a hike or something like that. Um, and again, just wasn't seeing body changes. Um, and kind of around this time, I started to notice that there were two days out of the week that I was like really excited to go there and train hard and lift heavy and I would see my weights go up and I would do dips with weight with weights and things like that, like just getting stronger um, and just feeling really good. Um, and then there were two weeks out of the month where I just didn't really want to go. I wasn't like motivated to drive there. Um, once I got there, I'd be like, all right, I got to do this workout. You know, I just wasn't as like 
excited and enthusiastic to do it. Um, and the thing about OPEX, they train, they create programming specifically for you. So the programming was amazing. We did so much as far as core um, and single arm and leg. So it was nothing about the programming. I liked the programming. I mean, Strong Made Simple is very inspired by that programming. The owner definitely taught me a lot about how to program and how to prioritize and you know what to fit with what. So um, love the programming there. That's that's not it at all. But I just notice these like energy shifts and motivation shifts and the other thing about OPEX is it is not cheap it is very very expensive you are paying for a premium service um, and so for me I just felt like I was wasting my money because I would only be doing two out of the four weeks of programming every single month um, and then I would feel bad about myself I was like oh, I'm wasting money I'm not being consistent I'd probably see composition changes if I was actually consistent with my training um, and yeah just kind of getting like a little bit frustrated um, and this is also around the time that strong made simple was coming out um, so I decided to take Take a month off from OPEX and just do Strong Made Simple at home and listen to my body. I'm like, let me just see what I need here. Let me just do my own training. Let me take a month off, see if I like miss OPEX and you know, see how I feel about not going there and seeing the people there and the community and everything. Um, and that month, I actually saw like a little bit of progress. Like the scale went down as far as body fat percentage. Um, I don't remember what happened with the, the strength. It probably just stayed the same-ish. Um, but I just felt like really like, all right, there's something here and then I also felt like really good as far as the workouts I was doing um, so with OPEX you do need to give a 30 days notice before you can actually cancel so I ended up going back for a month um, but still kept the cycle sinking in mind um, and it would show up there you know two weeks out of the four weeks of the month just because like that's what I was feeling as far as my energy levels and motivation um, and you know the days leading up to my period were always the days that I just didn't have like a ton of energy and I would always feel so bad about not working out and I would force my myself to go to the gym because I didn't want to waste money um, and I finally didn't force myself to work out that week and I just took it easy you know maybe I did like a little short like CrossFit thing if I felt like it or went for like a run walk or something um, but really like woke up every day and was like do I want to work out do I feel like working out do I feel like running do I feel like lifting heavy and I just you know just it sounds so cheesy and woo but I finally just slowed down um, and just you know, started to pay attention to these cues and biofeedback about what I needed and didn't need. Um, and then yeah, stopped going to OPEX and I've been basically just doing my own thing ever since then. Um, and I would say my workouts are mostly at home, just strength training, you know, strong made simple type stuff. Um, I go to CrossFit every once in a while. Um, I'll do like a run walk in the neighborhood, um, not more than like 15 or 20 minutes. Um, and that's about it. And then hiking, biking, golf, you know, the usual things that I do with my family. So um, not, I haven't changed my routine. Um, I've just maybe prioritized things a little bit more. Um, so specifically, um, I think the things that have like really helped um, as far as the cycle syncing goes personally is um, I've just been listening to my body, which I think is huge because obviously like if you're waking up in the morning super early, you're not sleeping, you have super duper high levels of cortisol, and then you're trying to exercise, it's going to be that much harder to lose weight because your blood sugar is a lot higher. 
and like your stress levels are a lot higher and if your body is stressed and blood sugar is out of whack you're not going to lose weight so i do think there's some sort of like stress component here where if the body is stressed out during certain times of the month or it doesn't want to expend that extra amount of energy um listening to your body probably does you more you know benefit than harm um so just just going with that as far as just like listening to my body and then also that idea of like not stressing out about not working out i think mentally that has really been good for me and i don't feel like i need to work out all the time and i did i always did i mean there's definitely points in your menstrual cycle where energy is going to peak and that's a great time to add in the heavy lifting and like add the intensity and then there's times where those hormones dip um, and you shouldn't have to force yourself to work out and I always would feel bad about myself and everything and on the days where I take a rest day yeah you know maybe I'll go for a walk or you know go play with you know soccer with Quinn I'll do something um, but it's not like I'm going for like a full-on hardcore workout um, and I really do think like just giving myself that like mental grace um, has been really amazing um, and then of course like I've been prioritizing you know heavy lifting at certain times of the month um, so I can give you the cliff notes of how this works of course if you want like all the details and how to do this exactly this is a exactly what I'm going to go over in the webinar um, next week and then also there's going to be a lot of content coming this week in my feed and on stories um, so I'll give you the details about like exactly how to do it um, but for me um, you know uh, period week you know hormones are kind of low and like I said that's kind of like when you're most like a man because your estrogen and progesterone are at their lowest um, and testosterone um, but then is where you know first few days of your period um, you might not feel great that's fine you know go for a walk go for a bike ride something low-key um, and then you know once your energy comes back then you can pick it up and do your normal workout so for me you know first day of my period I mean I'm not like ready to go but you know second third fourth day of my period I'm fine I'm kind of back at it I'm gonna go to CrossFit you know normal workout routine whatever I want to do follicular phase is when your hormones are starting to raise um, but again this is another part of your cycle where you are more likely to build lean muscle and burn fat compared to the luteal phase just how your body uses carbohydrates, what's going on with estrogen. So this is another good time to add in maybe the high intensity training, the heavy lifting, the CrossFit, you can do Orange Theory, um, Peloton, that type of stuff, kettlebells, boot camps, things like that. Um, like the normal, like traditional workouts. Um, and then you get to ovulation. So of a 28 day cycle, day 14-ish. And of course, this is gonna be different for everybody. You could ovulate on day 12, you could ovulate on day 16. It's hard to know for sure or for the woman, um, in general, you specifically um, can pay attention to um, changes in your body as far as cervical mucus, your temperature. If you want to learn how to do this, um, the book, uh, what is it, Fertility? Crap, what is it called? I'm blanking out. That big fertility book. Oh, I'm blanking out on the name. Oh, this is the worst. Um, you guys are probably like screaming about what the name is at home. I'll think of it in a second. Um, but it's basically, it will tell you how to um, track your temperature, how to track your cervical mucus, all that stuff so you can predict your ovulation. Or what I do with my one-on-one -on -one clients or Dutch clients um, is that you can get those ovulation predictor strips. Um, you can get them from CVS or Target or something like that. Um, but you can get a whole bunch real cheap on Amazon. So you could always do that. And they're just these little strips that you like 
urinate on them every single day and then as you get closer to ovulation um, they'll turn purple so it'll give you an idea of when you are ovulating um, for me I just pay attention to body signals like I know my body at this point um, I do think tracking your cycle in some sort of capacity is kind of key um, to cycle syncing there's apps um, out there there's the clue app there's the in the flow app um, I think there's one that's called like period tracker um, I just use pen and paper I've been using pen and paper since I was like 12 years old um, so I, I just go with that but there's ways to track it um, but basically um, middle of your cycle day 14 ish is when you ovulate um, that's usually when um, well it is when hormones peak um, estrogen uh, or uh, testosterone will peak then um, and that's a really good time to prioritize strength training it could even be time to prioritize you know a personal best at the gym or something like that so in that middle week um, I am prioritizing strength training I'm doing heavy lifting in the basement I'm going to CrossFit I'm lifting heavy I'm just putting all my heavy lifting workouts in there and um, intuitively energy wise I have energy I want to lift things like I'm excited to lift heavy um, so it really does kind of go in tune with you know what I'm doing um, post ovulation some women will almost experience like a mini PMS uh, and that's because hormones do dip down super duper low after ovulation it's only gonna last for like a day or two or something like that I feel that a lot where I'm like on top of the world and everything's great and I'm crushing my workouts and then like the next day I feel like garbage and I'm like really want to work out and it's because of that dip in hormones but like I said it's short-lived um, but it is nice to like give yourself like almost a pass to be like okay it's not me I didn't lose all my gains at the gym the other day um, it's just because I'm in this like low hormone phase and for me I'm like all right Murph and I go to the park that day we don't go to the gym we don't work out or we don't do any like heavy lifting um, and then after that hormones do start to climb so in the luteal phase um, there's actually almost like two halves to the luteal phase like that first half when hormones are starting to rise um, you might feel pretty good and that's where you can you know kind of do your thing do your all your favorite workouts whatever you want in there um, but then hormones are gonna peak and then drop um, and that's where women can start to feel kind of gross it, it, it just depends on the woman so like that second half of the luteal phase like the week going into your period the days going into your period that's when you're gonna get those like low hormones and um, well it's high hormones to low, low hormones but you're just not gonna feel your best like your energy just might stink you might be hungrier um, that type of stuff so that's where um, it's just you're feeling it out again there's no right or wrong way to cycle sync like you know your body better than anybody else you are the expert of your body um, and if you feel great um, in the second half of your luteal phase go work out like I'm not telling you not to um, but if you feel like crap it's okay to take a rest day or do something more low-key and that's really what cycle syncing is it's just to get into in tune with what your hormones are going um, and of course like what I'm telling you is like a normal natural healthy cell cycle um, there's so many of us who have longer or shorter cycles or have Im hormonal imbalance so it's not always going to be so straightforward so at the end of the day it really is just paying attention to those biofeedback signals and honoring your body and figuring out you know where you are in your cycle so you can adjust your workouts and feel the best you can um, and I think that's like the most important Okay, so I have rambled on forever. Hopefully this was helpful, um, not too confusing. Um, and that's the thing about cycle syncing. It is a little bit nuanced. Everybody is different. Um, so that's why with this webinar, um, if you are interested in learning how to do this for yourself, there's a chance for you to ask questions and really like dial in and dig into your own specific situation. Um, and yeah, there's all sorts of things going on with people's hormones and things like that. And oh, I get the question all the time. Um, if you are on the pill, um, cycle syncing doesn't really work 
work. Not to say that you can't try to do something like this, but the whole point of the pill is to shut off your natural hormones so you don't ovulate and so you don't get pregnant. Um, so with synthetic hormones, you know, they're keeping your hormones kind of steady. Um, so it doesn't really make sense to actually sync your cycle because your cycle is not changing so much from week to week. Um, with a copper IUD, um, technically you could cycle sync um, because um, you're, you're ovulating still, it's just the copper is making, you know, kind of an inflammatory environment for the sperm. So technically it could work for you. An IUD with hormones in it, um, kind of like maybe, it's like hard to say for sure because um, again, like you could technically ovulate, you're not supposed to, but you could technically, so there could be some hormonal shifts. With that, you know, it's, it's more about making that like thick cervical mucus and preventing you from ovulating, but Technically, you still could. So it's hard to say with the um, hormonal IUD, um, but I do think like, I've talked to so many clients that have the Mirena or something like that, and they definitely feel energy fluctuations throughout the month. So that's something you could try to pay attention to, but again, it goes back to biofeedback, tracking your cycle, tracking your symptoms. Um, so that's like a maybe, <laughs> I'm not really, not really sure. And I think some women, um, the cycle syncing makes a lot of sense for them. And then other women, they're like, nah, it doesn't really work for me just with what's going on. So I think it just depends on your level of hormones because again the IUD's purpose is to shut off your hormones to shut off your progesterone so you don't um, ovulate so it's hard to say for sure <laughs> and then um, if you're a menopause it wouldn't really work because you don't have a cycle um, if you're a perimenopause maybe you just probably have to do a little bit of work as far as figuring out when you're ovulating and like what's going on um, but like I said in the beginning this is not like some magical answer to like all your your problems and issues and everything um, but for me it's been just so great because sure yes I'm seeing body composition changes I do think it probably goes back to just taking stress off my body um, because I'm just kind of a stressed out person so you know doing so much exercise you know maybe not even a lot of exercise I'm like barely working out <laughs> But maybe this is what my body needs. It just needs less. And then just being more in tune to what my body needs when has been really huge. But like that mental piece of like, you don't have to work out all the time. You can take a rest day. This is okay. You're actually being kind to your body. Um, and then when I feel good, going with it. Being like, yes, let's go work out. Let's sweat. Um, so just like that mental, mental piece of it has been really, really huge for me. Okay guys, I rambled on forever. Um, I hope you found this helpful. If you're interested in getting all the details and everything, definitely check out the webinar. Um, there's a lot of resources that I have for you guys. We made this handy dandy calendar, like almost like a cheat sheet to help you plan out each week and it tells you um, what's happening in the week as far as your hormones, um, recommendations as far as your movement, and then types of workouts that you would want to do. Um, so it would be really, really helpful as far as just like laying it all out there for you nice and neat. Um, and then we'll get into the specific phases and everything. I did kind of like a cliff notes version here, but like I said, it is kind of like nuance. Um, so it really depends for the woman and it really depends, um, like you really should go through like a few cycles to see what's going on. Like I said, I, I'm in month four of doing this um, and I'm finally kind Kind of getting the hang of it and it's starting to make sense um, and it's just getting easier and easier but it's like anything else in life like you just have to learn how to do it and get all the details um, and then just see if it's right for you um, and it's not like this one thing is gonna make like the biggest difference ever but if you're somebody that's struggling with hormonal imbalance you feel like your hormones are getting in the way as far as um, your progress or even just your motivation um, it could be something to look into because yeah it has made all the difference as far as actually seeing changes for me in my body composition um, and then just that mental piece of it just 
feeling so much better about what I'm doing and feeling confident what I'm doing and being like, it's fine to take a couple days off and it's, you know, here's a day that maybe you should do some heavy strength training and I go do it and I lift heavy and I feel great. So it's just, it's just been working out for me. So I wanted to share it and it just seems like you guys are really interested. So keep a lookout for all the details about that webinar and keep a lookout for all the content coming this week. We got lots of good stuff coming your way. Um, and of course, if you have questions, send them to me. I love, love talking about this stuff. All right, guys. Happy Monday. Talk to you later.